Ah, ambush. Welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast with me, your host, Colton G. And today on the DTP, we're joined by Johnny Sinclair of Tucker Lane as we dive into their new album, Random Fireworks on a Beach Obscured by Trees. Yes, it's quite a mouthful. And it is also one hell of a listen, and we are going to be going behind this sophomore album from Tucker Lane. Their debut album was released in 2015. So what exactly has the band been up to in between now and then? When were these songs written? When were they recorded? And of course, how has the band grown over those five years? This album definitely takes much more of an eclectic approach than that debut album. So we're gonna discuss why Johnny thinks that is. We're gonna talk about some campfire sessions that the band filmed over the summer in 2020 that they've been releasing piece by piece on their YouTube. Do any of these new songs on the new album, are they waiting for us? Speaking about video content, Tucker Lane recently released a single entitled Ghost and they also filmed a music video for it, we're gonna be diving into Ghost as well as what the filming process was like for the band during this time. We're gonna dive into all of this. We're gonna dive into all of this and so much more in this conversation with Johnny Sinclair of Tucker Lane. And it is all brought to you today by DesertTigerMerch.com where right now we are having a 15% off sale until the end of January 2021 to celebrate the fact that we have released over 150 interviews. Yeah. And we are like now running stupidly low on stock. We were running low on stock before. Now at the sale, we are running very low on stock. We have sold out on a few different things. So head on over to DesertTigerMerch.com right now to make sure that you don't miss out. Now? Now it is time to jump into this conversation with Johnny Sinclair of Tucker Lane as we discuss their new album, Random Fireworks on a Beach Obscured by Trees. Let's go. The Desert Tiger Podcast. So, how's BC? Uh, BC is surprisingly beautiful for uh, the middle of January. Um, I mean, normally it is beautiful, but I'm in Kamloops, and normally there's a little more snow in our region, and uh, it's um, pretty bare right now. So, Right. Yeah. How's the Saskatchewan? Well, uh, we are have been having a very mild uh, winter so okay. far. And yeah. we're, just on, we're just on the cusp of a, a cold snap here, so yeah. I'm actually originally from uh, just outside Regina, like Fort Coppell, Indian Head area. So, oh, okay. So I, you know. I, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, but it's been like seriously, it's been hovering around zero between plus five and minus five for about two months now. So oh wow, so yeah. very mild so far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh well, if the if the first cold snap is in January, then that's a that's a pretty, pretty good that's a pretty good Saskatchewan winter. Pretty yeah, pretty decent. And out of the ten years we've been here, there's probably been this is probably the third winter that's been kind of super mild. Okay. We never used to get that before, so no. I'll take it. No, I remember <laughs> uh I remember growing up it would be even just in the early two thousands, just school buses getting cancelled every single year because it's minus forty, minus fifty and it's like what, what what where were these when I was in Saskatchewan? Come on now. Exactly. <laughs> Well, as long as you're staying warm, that's what matters. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then, you know, lots of time on your hands, so. Of course, of course. That's most of it. That's the way it is. Makes for a lot of time for writing and creating, though. Yeah, and then uh, all the other stuff now that goes along with it, right? Yes, absolutely. So a lot other steps involved in the process right now. For sure. All right, all right. And we're going to dive a little bit into that as we discuss Tucker Lane's new album, Random Fireworks on a Beach Obscured by Trees. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. All right, Johnny, are you ready to jump on into it? I am. Sick, sick. All right. (laughs) So, first thing I want to know is, obviously, this has been a weird past year here and this album comes out January came out on January 15th so was this recorded through the pandemic and when were the songs written as well uh, yeah it was recorded uh, so some of the songs were written you know the band's been playing some of these songs for a few years uh, live and then um when the lockdown came, we, uh, the first lockdown, uh, we stopped, we, we, we had some gigs booked and they kind of went away. And then as six kind of unfolded a bit, clubs would call us and say, do you want your date, you know, for half the money? And, uh, Leslie was like, well, no, I really don't want to invite people out to see us play. If there's a chance, if there's even the slightest chance that someone could get sick by going to a bar to see us play, then I, she says, I couldn't bear it. And the guys in the band were all like, yeah, okay, we get it. So we just, we just turned down those, uh, you know, offers to play and, um, solely focused on, you know, uh, during the lockdown, we did a couple of lockdown videos, right. And, um, we put out, uh, we, we recorded, we started, so let, uh, let me get started here. Once, once the lockdown was lifted and we could expand onto our personal bubbles, we added the guys in the band, Warren and uh, uh, Brent to come and we started, we started jamming and we started writing some songs and it was just like, wow, this was like so great because we didn't see each other for about three months, pretty much. And we just sort of had all this energy and it was so joyful and uh, we wrote a bunch of songs and, uh, just had the time to record and spent a lot of time doing that. So it was born out of born out of that kind of in a way. I mean, it sped up the process. Otherwise, we'd probably still be tinkering down there, right? <laughs> well, exactly. If you guys are playing shows, you'd be spending a lot more time rehearsing, traveling to the gigs, as opposed to actually being able to spend that time inside of a studio. 
Yeah. Okay. So where did you record this album? Uh, we record here uh, in our basement. We have uh, you know, a computer and a dedicated music room and um, amps and instruments. And we tracked everything. We track everything here like we've done now for years. And um, we usually outsource it uh, for mixing. You know, just because it's nice to have an extra set of ears to hear things differently than you than you first originally heard them, and and uh, we like that. We like the surprises, like the happy accidents that happen, and oh, that's great, that's awesome. And we miss that part. Could you put it back in? But you know, other than that, you know, it's good to have a third person on it. And we had a guy here in Saskatoon named Bart Bart McKay, who's a nationally internationally known guy, and he's right here in Saskatoon, so that worked out awesome too. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Of course, this is Tucker Lane's sophomore album coming f- about five and a half, six years after the debut. So how would you say the band has grown sonically and just as a band over that time? Because five years is a decent period. Yeah. So um, we, were, we, we did that. We did our first album and... Um, just when we got it ready to come out, we manufactured CDs and everything. Our our longtime uh, personal friend and manager uh, out of Buffalo had an episode uh, with his heart, and we were kind of like, you know, we love we love Doug, and we we just wanted him to be involved with it. So we kind of waited. We thought like, well, he's you know, he's survived. He's going to get better, and he'll be able to start you know helping us soon. And and um, you know we didn't want to be callous and just go, we'll find someone else or anything like that. And we kind of waited and didn't really do anything other than just kind of wait. And, um, so, you know, six months later, the records has been out and we hadn't really even been doing anything with it. So we kind of, kind of lost any sort of momentum that we had with it. And we just sort of, we just sort of kind of let it be and just went back to our playing gigs and, and do stuff like that. Leslie and I took on a project with a, another local girl here uh, named Jillian Snyder. And we did a, Leslie and Jillian wrote an album's worth of material together. And we recorded that and put that out. And then, um, you know, we worked with some other local artists here, uh, writing and recording them as well. And um, just kept playing. And we kind of were like, uh, you know, kept, oh, we got to get this. And it was kind of seemingly always on the back burner of the Tucker Lane album. So when the opportunity came and uh, we got uh, some grant money from Creative Saskatchewan here to to record the album, it was like, let's go, let's do this and get her done. And uh, it was a long time coming, but it happened kind of quickly once we started, you know. Okay, awesome, awesome. Glad to hear and shout out to Creative Saskatchewan for supporting amazing music. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, for sure. Cheers. Cheers. Agreed. So, the this album definitely has an eclectic sound to it. So, is that just naturally where the band is at right now? Or is that sort of just from over the years of playing in so many different genres and style of music? Is that just where you are as musicians now, where it's you're just playing what you want? Um, more or less, I think the first album we had a more of a conscious effort to try and sound 
country. We were we were playing around town in a in a, in a cover band with the same guys, and um, people would always come up to us and say, "Can you do you guys play any country? Do you play any country?" And we were like. You know, I just spent 30 years in Toronto, and Leslie's from Toronto. Uh, not to say that that's like a country-free zone or anything like that, but uh, the music we were playing was a lot different. You know, it was more rock and roll and uh, pop, right? And Universal Honey albums were like that. But Doug, our manager again, would say, you know, you guys' songs are just like one twang away from a country song. Have you ever considered doing any country records? That was back when we were still living in Toronto. We were like, uh, not, not at the moment, we don't really. Um, but so now Leslie grew up a Rolling Stones fan, right? So, you know, May, I may leaned on, you know, American music and Graham Parsons and, uh, there's a lot of country influence in, in the Rolling Stones. You can hear it on their records. And I grew up in Saskatoon. So back in the day, there was one radio station kind of that played, you know, you'd hear Aerosmith and Dolly Parton, you know. <laughs> tie a yellow ribbon and credence on the same, uh, same channel. Right. And so, you know, you'd go to a family party and someone would break out an accordion and the fiddle. So you grew up with, with that. So, um, there was always, always that in our, in both of our backgrounds. And then, you know, through the nineties, there was a sort of alt country scene with like Uncle Tupelo, Wilco, the Jayhawks, uh, and before that, even in the eighties, the, the California sort of, uh, Paisley underground with long riders and, True West, Mazzy Star came out of that sort of scene. So we were always kind of had, you know, had listened to it. But uh, like I said, with the first album, it was a little more of a conscious effort to like, okay, well, let's let's be a, a country rock band. And we put a lot of fiddle and, and uh, banjo and stuff on it and really presented it with that as an emphasis. And this time we sort of used it more as a, sort of as a, just a finishing, you know, brush stroke of, of color on, on the songs. It wasn't mostly, you know, it was, it was woven into the song rather than featured on the song. So, uh, having been with these guys now, Brent, I've known since we were in grade six, we've been playing together for nine years. Uh, the, uh, drummer that we have now is an awesome drummer, a great guy. And he sings really awesome. His name's Warren Metternack and he's been with us now going on over three years. So, so we played a lot of shows and, you know, we're a little bit older. So our, you know, we know what we're walking into and we're really comfortable as a band. Right. So there's not a lot of uh, guesswork when it comes to, you know, what's he going to play? Where am I? You know, it's really, really a tight cohesive unit at this moment. So we just put these songs together and I guess that that sort of sound, you know, uh, when we first got asked to, to be doing any country, we started playing like, okay, well, we should maybe start and learn some. So we learned some Steve Earle, Cindy Williams, you know, Miranda Lambert song and stuff like that. And it kind of sort of started kind of creeping into the way we presented all of our songs became a little more like, well, let's just do them like, like that in a rootsy kind of way. So the long answer there, I guess, you know, is, uh, it's kind of, we're kind of, kind of, it's kind of where we're at right now. Mm-hmm. Well, and it kind of creates that, uh, it fits that random firework vibe for sure. Absolutely. So that's <laughs> another story in itself. We just thought that they were, uh, I don't know. We, we went to, we went up to the lake this summer and when we got there, someone had started firing off fireworks on the beach. Just, it was just, just so random because it wasn't a civic holiday. It wasn't July 1st or July 4th or anything like that. People typically fire off fireworks and 
it was just very random when I got my phone out and I started taking pictures and they were just kind of going above the trees and we couldn't see the beach and and that was that and then you know we were working on the record and the time came to think of a title for the album and I and I was looking through my phone and it just was I said, oh, remember that night when there was all those random fireworks on the beach and they were obscured by trees and it just sort of flowed <laughs> off my tongue and Leslie's like, I said, I think that's the title of the album. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I like that. I like that. And so it kind of stuck. Nice. And then we kind of co- correlated it to like all the songs are a little sort of, uh, you know, little explosions of joy. You know, they're all different in their own way, but uh, a thing of beauty nonetheless. All right. Well, let's jump into some of those explosions, those things of beauty. So you released a single the same day that the record came out entitled Ghost. You're actually releasing a music video for that track as well. So let's dive a little bit behind Ghost and then into the music video. All right. So uh, the song Ghost was one of our more recent uh, write, uh, written songs. Leslie and I wrote that. Um, and it was kind of like, um, came out of the, the feeling like, you know, things have changed so much this year. You know, I, I used to go out a lot and go see bands and meet friends and stuff. And, and we played a lot of shows and you know, we were very social. But so we just all of a sudden that dried up and nobody sees us and we don't see anybody. It's like we're ghosts, right? So we're just like, we're just like memories right now in a lot of, in a lot of people's minds. It's like, you know, uh, you don't have that physical contact, which I think we're all kind of missing. So it was kind of, um, just a play on the words, what a a ghost really is and how it uh, sort of is kind of how we're feeling at the moment. All right, Ambush, we're going to take a small break from this conversation with Johnny of Tucker Lane to not only play you one of the songs off their new album, but to also thank our sponsor on today's episode, because that's not your microwave that's popping off. Oh, no, that's all the opportunity that is waiting for podcasters over at Podcorn. Because Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities. There is no middleman. Podcasters of all sizes can browse and choose opportunities that are right for them. You got to set your rates and you got to collaborate with incredible brands directly. And let me tell you what I love about Podcorn. It's that it is so easy to use. Signing up takes literally a few minutes and then you are browsing through a ton of different opportunities. You get to see exactly what everyone is, exactly what they're looking for, and you get to find the brand that is right for your show, for your audience. It's that easy. It's as easy as heading on over to podcorn.com and signing up today or by clicking the link that you can find in the show notes for today's episode. All right, Ambush, now it's time to play a track off of Tucker Lane's new album, Random Fireworks on a Beach Obscured by Trees.
don't exist Yet the memories persist Where did I leave? Where did I go? I used to like to make my presence known And when the cupboards bang And twilight shadows tease Will you still remember me? For the music video, how did that come together? Who shot it? And what was sort of the uh, vibe you were sort of trying to give with that? Well, we wanted to sort of uh, reflect the isolation and the loneliness that uh, I think so many of us are, are, are feeling right now. Um, so we, we shot it on black and white um, with a guy here in town named Kevin Sick, who has a company called Kasick Productions, who's awesome. He's awesome to work with. He's an awesome guy. He's a musician. He's a drummer. And he's a friend of the band's. Um, so we just sort of uh, came up with this idea where everybody would be in their own room, right, alone. You know, even though it was the same room, we tried to make it look different with a little bit of minimalist sort of props. And the minimalism sort of just would also hint at the, you know, the loneliness. And everybody had something that... They liked, you know, like looking at a picture or I had an album and stuff like that. Um, and 
the band was never really together. There's one shot where we were actually together in the um, at the end of the video when there's a door that opens up. I think uh, it actually premieres today on Canadian Beats, the video, so um, you can check it out there. And that's where we're all together. But uh, when we were filming um, this, the individual performance shots, when Brent had to come do his, I mean, Leslie wasn't there, and uh, it was just me, and, you know, we wore masks. I think you can see even Brent's mask, and he's playing the guitar, and same with Warren. If you get a, a little bit of his face, you can see the masks. But it was really dark and sort of just uh, sort of a focus lighting on the instrument with the, the hands of the, of the player, not really showing anything, you know, personal again, the face, sort of keeping it sort of uh, um, minimalist. And um, then we shot it in a, at, a, at, a, at a studio up here in Saskatoon. And um, again, everybody was solitary in their shots. So we, we had to work around that. And I think it actually kind of helped um, with the vibe of the song. So we couldn't cheat. We couldn't really cheat, really, and get together and go, here's the band. So. Hey, you still made the most of what you had, right? Right. Exactly, exactly, alright. And then, of course, another one of the singles, the first single that you released off of this album last year in August was Paper Wings, a very energetic song, one I'm definitely vibing to. So take us behind Paper Wings. Alright, so um, Leslie uh, had met this girl named Lindsay Citron in, in in Toronto, she was a daughter of a guy she knew, and she was really um, young at the time. I think she wanted to be a be a be a singer songwriter, and she actually moved to Nashville. And she'd sent Leslie these songs that she'd written, and Leslie just really um, listened to them, and you know, and thought they were good, but. Uh, one day, this, Leslie says, I was in the shower and I got this little, you know, Bluetooth waterproof Bose speaker in the shower and I was listening probably to, uh, for a while this last summer, I was just hooked on Shot of Love by Bob Dylan. And I don't know, there was a song on there and she said, I just, I just felt inspired and I grabbed the guitar and I didn't have any lyrics. So I just grabbed the lyrics from one of Lindsay's songs and I just wrote, wrote this song to it. Um, so that's how it came to be. The lyrics are really, uh, really beautiful lyrics. I mean, Lin Lindsay did a great job, um, tells a story about, you know, falling in love and being, you know, and what, and what that potentially could be because love is, as we all know, very unpredictable. <laughs> very, very much so. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. So it's uh, kind of fun that a, a former collaborator, continued collaborator continues to help inspire this band absolutely yeah awesome awesome all right so during this past year as well you the band released a campfire sessions doing a few different videos throughout 2020 so what was that like and i know that it's difficult to do so right now with things closing back down but is there any plans on doing more performance videos of the new album going forward oh uh, yeah for sure i think we're still sitting on a couple of songs from the summer that are off this album like i said we were some of them we were playing before that 
I think in the next week or two, there'll be a couple more from that from the campfire sessions that are actually on random fireworks that will be coming out. Uh, we we did two nights, uh, one night in July, one night in August in the backyard. And again, that was just born out of let's play, you know, let's set up in the backyard and play, right? And, and you know, at that time, the gathering was for 30 people. Mm-hmm. I think the first night there was four of us in the band and uh, uh, a guy that was uh, capturing the sound and Kevin with his cameras. And then I think total we had like 22, 23 people in the backyard. And they were spaced out. It's a big backyard. And um, we thought, like, that was great. So we just, you know, mixed it, cut it up, and put them out as individual songs uh, on our YouTube channel. And then we thought, well, that was great. Let's do it again for Universal Honey because we're going to be putting out a a Universal Honey EP. So let's just, the guys are the same guys, but it's just a different project name. And we did it again. And um, so we've been doing that with the Universal Honey songs as well. So, but yeah, I think that, you know, early spring, it's, well, once it warms up in the spring, I definitely think we'll do that again, maybe in a bit larger uh, scope. Maybe we'll set up a little mini stage in the backyard and do the whole whole band live rather than acoustically. Uh, we'll probably do something like that. Um, and we're doing a live streaming on February 15th. That's going to be live at the Long Branch here in Saskatoon. And that's going to be, again, um, we're using Kevin Sick, and we're going we're gonna to do that. So and then we're going to another one planned for a little later on. So we're just going to try, like, once a month, maybe try and do, do something uh, live related to the record. And then uh, just keep churning out the social media pictures and little snippets of songs and the campfire sessions. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. Continuing to stay engaged and keeping to give the fans who can't see you live at least a chance to see you in some form. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it gives us something to do as well. <laughs> very true. Very true. All right. So in researching the band, I see that you guys had moved back to Saskatoon in order to sort of slow things down, raise your son and just sort of experience some other parts of life. So now that your son has grown up a little bit more, how is he sort of like acclimatizing? What, how do you feel that he is, his impressions of watching these storied musicians who also happen to be his parents continue to write new chapters? Um... <laughs> He, uh, he, well, part of the reason we're getting busier now is because he, he is 14. He's, he's, you know, more, uh, durable, you know, you can, you know, you don't have to put him in a, in a case to carry him around. He can actually come with you and, and contribute to like, Hey, grab that guitar and carry it. Too. And he's quite willing to do so. And he, you know, he thinks it's awesome that his mom and dad are musicians. We've, uh, sort of not even pushed him, but he on his own, you know, joined the school band, plays trumpet. Uh, you, you know, they put out a call for the jazz, school jazz band, and he said, I'm going to play bass. So he started playing bass in the school jazz band. He's, uh, 
you know, very independent. He, we bought him FL Studios because he uh, wanted to learn how to, you know, create his own music. So he's currently, you know, tried to, can I show you something? Can I help you? And he goes, no, no, I want to figure it out on my own. So he's, uh, he's watching YouTube videos and tutorials on FL Studios. But he's, uh, you know, we, we did our best, I think. We got him into the Beatles and into the Stones and into the Who and all the classic rock is his foundation. But, you know, as he got older, he got into rap and hip-hop. But now he's, like, he's all over the map. He listens to jazz and <clears throat> kraut rock. He, Faust is one of his favorite bands. And uh, he's actually turning me on to some new music, too, which is pretty cool. So That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so he's... Uh, he's 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 totally into music he's i don't know what he's going to do with it uh uh whether he'll i'm sure he's going to be back in high school next year and i'm sure someone will have a band going and he'll probably want to join it or something like that but <laughs> well maybe one day when he's releasing music and touring the world i can interview him as well sure <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before I ask my last question here, where can the listeners of the podcast, The Ambush, find out more about Tucker Lane? Well, um, we have all the social medias, so Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, those are the big three, I guess, that we most use. We have a YouTube channel, uh, Tucker Lane um, there's a YouTube channel on Tucker Lane. We put out all our videos and all our uh, stuff there. So that's the best way to track us down. I guess on Spotify and all the streaming services now have um, all the music. We will be, we're just going to be ordering some USBs and some CDs. And further down the road, I know that all of us would like to have this record on vinyl. So it's probably... Uh, uh, labor of love that we're going to make, make some vinyl, probably a short run just so, you know, cause it is very expensive. So that'll be coming out hopefully late spring as well. So, and then I guess now, I mean, we're heading back into, it's not quite as a severe lockdown here right now, but you don't, you don't know what's going to happen. So we've been doing some remote kind of rehearsing and, and, uh, um, trying to get our head around how to, abide with the health guidelines and you know still get together and, and, and jam so i mean masks will be in order and uh more of that but we're 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 ready to go uh you know just just say when and uh you know as soon as everybody's vaccinated and we got to the tipping point where it's generally regarded as safe to go to go out and play then you know we're ready awesome Awesome, and I can't wait for that. But until that, cool. here's my last question. We've talked about how Tucker Lane has progressed, how you have grown as a musician. But Johnny, I want to know how the last five years, how Tucker Lane, how this last album, how has it helped you grow, or what has it taught you about yourself? Oh, God. Um... Well, you know, it's just the tried and true, tried and true stuff, I guess. It's just a reinforcement of the fact that if you, uh, you know, if you want to, you know, you can, right? You know, and if people want to be in your life, they will be, right? So um, it sort of made us closer. 
I certainly have more, um, I don't know if respect is the right word, but certainly more, um, well, I, there's a lot of things I miss that I realize about myself that I guess that I, uh, I miss a lot. I miss seeing people, you know, in, in, in numbers and, and, uh, I miss crowds and, um, but as far as being, what have I learned about myself? I guess it's, you know, it's been a great exercise in patience. It's been a great exercise in patience. And, you know, you set something on the calendar and, you know, you just go, like, ah, you know, I can't wait, I can't wait, I can't wait. But now it's like, it just kind of comes. And patient and wait and good things happen, I guess. So I've accepted that, that uh, patience is a virtue, really is. And, um, you know, not he who hesitates is lost, but patience is a virtue. So, uh, yeah, it's been a great, great exercise in that. Awesome. Awesome. Fantastic. Great answer. And I just want to say thank you so hey, thank you very for, much for joining yeah. me. Yeah, this is cool. When as meet and hearts collide and you think that fate is on your side when things are
Desert Tiger Podcast. I am Bush. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Johnny Sinclair of Tucker Lane of Universal Honey as he took us behind Tucker Lane's new album Random Fireworks on a Beach Obscured by Trees. And we even played two tracks off of that album for you here today. We played for you Ghost and Paper Wings. You can find both those tracks as well as the rest of the album in its entirety right now on your favorite music streaming service, your favorite place to buy music, wherever you go ahead and get it. And you know that Universal Honey album EP that Johnny had mentioned as well? Well, guess what? You can also find that as well because it released today. Oh yeah, oh yeah, they've got all sorts of goodies for you and we are very thankful for that we're very thankful for johnny for stopping in to spend some time with the ambush here today and i have to go ahead and thank isabel from over at strut entertainment for going ahead and setting the whole thing up and last but not least last but not least there's a roaring dtp thank you to you the Ambush for tuning into this episode of the DTP. If you have yet to join up with the Ambush, it is as easy as hitting the follow or subscribe button on the podcast listening app you're using right now. There's a bunch of other really great ways you can help us out. Like reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes with a big old five stars. You can share this episode of the show if you enjoyed it with your friends, with your family, anyone who you think would enjoy this conversation with Johnny Sinclair of Tucker Lane. And you can also head on over to DesertTigerMerch.com, where until the end of January 2021, we're having a 15% off sale to celebrate the fact that we passed 150 interviews released recently. Yes, DesertTigerMerch.com. Next Tuesday, February the 2nd, on the Desert Tiger Podcast, we are joined by Christian Tropiano as we discuss his debut EP, Handshake. Because that's exactly what he's doing with that EP, and it all goes down next week. But until then, you know what it is. I want you to go out and find your mountaintop, your oasis, the thing that makes your heart sing and scream to its fullest capacity and glory. Find your roar. Craft your roar, grow your roar, and then let that roar out across the waterfront, across the canyon. Let everyone know just how wondrous, powerful, and beautiful your roar can be because you are all three of those things, and so much more. All right, Ambush. Until next Tuesday with Christian Trapiano. Bye-bye.